O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, December 9th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. As it is written in Romans 10:17. so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayigash, and it means, And He Drew Near. Genesis 45:28 Enough, said Israel. My son Joseph is still alive. I must go and see him before I die. So Israel set out with all that was his, and he came to Beersheba, where he offered sacrifices to the God of his father, Isaac. Hashem called to Israel in a vision by night. Jacob, Jacob, he answered, Here. And he said, I am Hashem, the God of your father. Fear not to go down to Egypt, for I will make you there into a great nation. I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I myself will also bring you back, and Joseph's hand shall close your eyes. So Jacob set out from Beersheba. The sons of Israel put their father Jacob and their children and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to transport him. And they took along their livestock and the wealth that they had amassed in the land of Canaan. Thus Jacob and all his offspring with him came to Egypt. He brought with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, all his offspring, 
These are the names of the Israelites, Jacob and his descendants who came to Egypt. Jacob's firstborn, Reuben. Reuben's sons, Hanok, Palu, Chesron, and Carmi. Simon's son, Jemuel, Jamin, Obad. Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. Levi's sons, Gershon, Kehat, and Merari. Yehuda's sons, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Peretz, and Zerach. But Ur and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, and Peretz's sons were Hezron and Hamul. Issachar's sons, Tola, Puva, Iob, and Shimron. Zebulun's sons, Sered, Ilan, and Jalil. Those were the sons whom Leah bore to Jacob in Padan Aram, in addition to his daughter Dinah. Persons in all male and female, 33. Gad's sons, Ziphion, Haggai, Shunai, Esbon, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. Asher's sons, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah, and their sister Sarah. Bariah's sons, Shever and Melchiel. These were the descendants of Zilpah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Leah. These she bore to Jacob, sixteen persons. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. To Joseph were born in the land of Egypt Manasseh and Ephraim, whom Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. Benjamin's sons, Bela, Beker, Ashbel, Jerah, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupam, Hupam, and Ard. These were the descendants of Rachel, who were born to Jacob, fourteen persons in all. Dan's son, Hushim, Naphtali's sons, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shillam. These were the descendants of Bilhah, whom Laban had given to his daughter Rachel. These she bore to Jacob, seven persons in all. All the persons belonging to Jacob who came to Egypt, his own issue, aside from the wives of Jacob's sons, all these persons numbered sixty-six. And Joseph's sons who were born to him in Egypt were two in number. Thus the total of Jacob's household who came to Egypt was seventy persons. Joel 1, 1-3, 1-21 The word of Hashem that came to Joel, son of Petuel. Listen to this, O elders, give ear, all inhabitants of the land. Has the like of this happened in your days or in the days of your fathers? Tell your children about it, and let your children tell theirs, and their children the next generation. What the cutter has left, the locust has devoured. What the locust has left, the grub has devoured. And what the grub has left, the hopper has devoured. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep. Wail, all you swillers of wine, for the new wine that is denied you. For a nation has invaded my land, vast beyond counting, with teeth like the teeth of a lion, with the fangs of a lion's breed. They have laid my vines waste and splintered my fig trees. They have stripped off their bark and thrown it away. Their runners have turned white. Lament, like a maiden girt with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. Offspring and libation have ceased from the house of Hashem. The Kohanim must mourn who minister to Hashem. The country is ravaged. The ground must mourn. For the new grain is ravaged. The new wine is dried up. The new oil has failed. 
Farmers are dismayed and vine dressers wail over wheat and barley, for the crops of the field are lost. The vine has dried up, the fig tree withers, pomegranate, palm, and apple, all the trees of the field are sere, and joy has dried up among men. Gird yourselves and lament, O Kohanim, wail, O ministers of the altar. Come, spend the night in sackcloth, O ministers of my God, for offering and libation are withheld from the house of your God. Solemnize a fast, proclaim an assembly, gather the elders, all the inhabitants of the land, in the house of Hashem your God, and cry out to Hashem. Alas for the day, for the day of Hashem is near, it shall come like havoc from Shaddai. For food is cut off before our very eyes, and joy and gladness from the house of our God. The seeds have shriveled under their clods. The granaries are desolate. Barns are in ruins, for the new grain has failed. How the beasts groan! The herds of cattle are bewildered, because they have no pasture, and the flocks of sheep are dazed. To you, Hashem, I call. For fire has consumed the pastures in the wilderness, and flame has devoured all the trees of the countryside. The very beasts of the field cry out to you, for the watercourses are dried up, and fire has consumed the pastures in the wilderness. Blow a shofar in Zion, sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all dwellers on earth tremble, for the day of Hashem has come. It is close. A day of darkness and gloom. A day of densest clouds spread like a soot over the hills. A vast, enormous horde. Nothing like it has ever happened, and it shall never happen again through the years and ages. Their vanguard is a consuming fire, their rearguard a devouring fire. Before them the land was like the Garden of Eden, behind them a desolate waste. Nothing has escaped them. They have the appearance of horses, they gallop just like steeds. With a clatter as of chariots, they bound on for the hilltops, with a noise like a blazing fire, consuming straw, like an enormous horde arrayed for battle. Peoples tremble before them, all faces turn ashen. They rush like warriors, they scale a wall like fighters, and each keeps to his own track, their paths never cross. No one jostles another, each keeps to his own course, and should they fall through a loophole, they do not get hurt. They rush up the wall, they dash about in the city. They climb into the houses, they enter like thieves by way of the windows. Before them earth trembles, heaven shakes, sun and moon are darkened, and stars withdraw their brightness. And Hashem roars aloud at the head of his army, for vast indeed is his host, Numberless are those that do his bidding, for great is the day of Hashem, most terrible. Who can endure it? Yet even now, says Hashem, turn back to me with all your hearts, and with fasting, weeping, and lamenting. Rend your hearts rather than your garments, and turn back to Hashem your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and renouncing punishment. Who knows, but he may turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind for meal offering and drink offering to Hashem your God. Blow a shofar in Zion, solemnize a fast, proclaim an assembly. 
gather the people, bid the congregation purify themselves, bring together the old, gather the babes and the sucklings at the breast. Let the bridegroom come out of his chamber, the bride from her canopied couch. Between the portico and the altar, let the Kohanim, Hashem's ministers, weep and say, Oh, spare your people, Hashem. Let not your possession become a mockery to be taunted by nations. Let not the people say, Where is their God? Then Hashem was roused on behalf of his land and had compassion upon his people. In response to his people, Hashem declared, I will grant you the new grain, the new wine, and the new oil, and you shall have them in abundance. Nevermore will I let you be a mockery among the nations. I will drive the northerner far from you. I will thrust it into a parched and desolate land, its van to the eastern sea and its rear to the western sea. And the stench of it shall go up and the foul smell rise. For Hashem shall work great deeds. Fear not, O soil, rejoice and be glad, for Hashem has wrought great deeds. Fear not, O beasts of the field, for the pastures in the wilderness are clothed with grass. The trees have borne their fruit, fig tree and vine have yielded their strength. O children of Zion, be glad, rejoice in Hashem your God, for He has given you the early rain in His kindness, and now He makes the rain fall as formerly, the early rain and the late. And the threshing floor shall be piled with grain, and vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years consumed by swarms and hoppers, by grubs and locusts, the great army I let loose against you. And you shall eat your fill and praise the name of Hashem your God, who dealt so wondrously with you. My people shall be shamed no more. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I, Hashem, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall be shamed no more. After that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. I will even pour out my spirit upon male and female slaves in those days. Before the great and terrible day of Hashem comes, I will set portents in the sky and on earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall turn into darkness and the moon into blood. But everyone who invokes the name of Hashem shall escape. For there shall be a remnant on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, as Hashem promised. Anyone who invokes Hashem will be among the survivors. For lo, in those days and in that time, when I restore the fortunes of Yehuda and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There I will contend with them over my very own people, Israel, which they scattered among the nations, for they divided my land among themselves, and cast lots over my people, and they bartered a boy for a whore, and sold a girl for wine which they drank. What is this you are doing to me, O Tyre, Sidon, and all the districts of Philistia? Are you requiting me for something I have done, or are you doing something for my benefit? Quick as a flash, I will pay you back, for you have taken my gold and my silver, 
and have carried off my precious treasures to your palaces. And you have sold the people of Yehuda and the people of Jerusalem to the Ionians, so that you have removed them far away from their homeland. Behold, I will rouse them to leave the place you have sold them to, and I will pay you back. I will deliver your sons and daughters into the hands of the people of Yehuda, and they will sell them into captivity to a distant nation. For Hashem has spoken. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for battle. Arouse the warriors. Let all the fighters come and draw near. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let even the weaklings say, I am strong. Rouse yourselves and come, all you nations. Come together from round about. There bring down your warriors, Hashem. Let the nations rouse themselves and march up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit in judgment over all the nations round about. Swing the sickle, for the crop is ripe. Come and tread, for the winepress is full. The vats are overflowing, for great is their wickedness. Multitudes upon multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of Hashem is at hand in the valley of decision. Sun and moon are darkened, and stars withdraw their brightness. And Hashem will roar from Zion and shout aloud from Jerusalem, so that heaven and earth tremble. But Hashem will be a shelter to His people, a refuge to the children of Israel. And you shall know that I, Hashem your God, dwell in Zion, my holy mountain. And Jerusalem shall be holy, never more shall strangers pass through it. And in that day the mountain shall drip with wine, the hills shall flow with milk, and all the watercourses of Yehuda shall flow with water. A spring shall issue from the house of Hashem, and shall water the wadi of the acacias. Egypt shall be a desolation, and Edom a desolate waste, because of the outrage to the people of Yehuda in whose land they shed the blood of the innocent. But Yehuda shall be inhabited forever, and Jerusalem throughout the ages. Thus I will treat as innocent their blood, which I have not treated as innocent. And Hashem shall dwell in Zion. Revelation 1, 1-20 the revelation of Yeshua HaMashiach, which God gave to him to show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore record of the word of God and of the testimony of Yeshua and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that reads, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John To the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be to you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Yeshua HaMashiach, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he comes with clouds, 
and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kinds of kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Yeshua, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Yeshua. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice, as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, Aleph and Tav, the first and the last, and what you see write in a book, and send it to the seven churches where, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, and to Pergamos, and to Thyatira, and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and being turned I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was as the sun shines in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying to me, Fear not, I am the first and the last, the olive and the tav. I am he that lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive for evermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which you saw are the seven churches. Psalm 128, 1-6 Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that walks in His ways. For you shall eat the labor of your hands. Happy shall you be, and it shall be well with you. Your wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of your house, your children like olive plants round about your table. Behold, that thus shall be the man be blessed that fears the Lord. The Lord shall bless you out of Zion, and you shall see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, you shall see your children's children in peace upon Israel. Proverbs 29:18 Where there is no vision the people perish, but he that keeps the Torah happy is he. I want to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Genesis chapter 45 and 46 and then we're going to jump into Joel chapters 1 through 3. And in the closing verses of chapter 45, we see a poignant scene where Jacob has learned that his son Joseph is alive. And in verse 28, he says, Enough, said Israel, my son Joseph is still alive. I must go and see him before I die. And so this poor man who thought that his son had been torn into pieces by a wild beast now learns that his son is alive. 
And so the family reunion must have been very sweet and very dear. There's another family reunion coming, and it is the family reunion of the millennium when Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom will be reunited and become one kingdom once again, when the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel and the Jewish part of the nation of Israel become one. And God will be the one, Yeshua will be the one, to sift, sort, and separate, and heal the breach, and bring them together. Now let's look at chapter 46, verse 4, where it is written, I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I myself will also bring you back, and Joseph's hand shall close your eyes. This is the Lord speaking to Jacob during the night in a dream. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. Jacob's family descends to Egypt to escape the famine in Eretz Israel. In this verse, Hashem assures Jacob that when the children of Israel are in exile, Hashem's presence will accompany them. Rabbi Yehuda Lowe, a 16th century Talmudic scholar known as Maharal, points out that the word descend in this verse was carefully chosen. It conveys the idea that, spiritually speaking, Eretz Israel is the highest of all places, and hence one who leaves that land is descending. Of course, the opposite is also true. Travel to Israel is repeatedly referred to in the Bible as an ascension. Whenever one enters the land Israel, he or she experiences an elevated spiritual state. Now let's jump into the book of Joel. And this book has always puzzled me because it describes this incredible army that fire goes before them and behind them is devastation. And I've always wondered, what army is this? And it seems like an evil army, an evil, an army of the enemy. And yet it also goes on to say that the Lord, this is the Lord's army. Well, there's a lot of verses to give us clues that a time reference as to when is this happening? When is this um, event happening? Well, it talks about how it's the day of the Lord. In chapter 3, verse 3, Before the great and terrible day of Hashem comes, I will set signs or portents in the sky and on the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. And then backing up into chapter 3, verse 17, between the portico and the altar, let the Kohenim, Hashem's ministers, weep and say, Oh, spare your people, Hashem. Let not your possession become a mockery to be taunted by nations. Let not the people say, Where is their God? What event could be happening that there's an army descending upon Israel, and now the priests are crying out, Spare your people? Um, what event could this be describing? I believe that this, these three chapters, these four chapters in Joel, are actually describing the Gog-Magog war. When the nations of the north, a consortium, a coalition of nations from the north, descend upon Israel, and it looks impossible that there's no way that they can possibly survive this attack. And um, and then, of course, Yahweh himself intervenes. But what precedes that? The people of Israel humble themselves. 
they repent and they cry out to the God of Israel and they say, we are outnumbered, outgunned, outpowered in every way. We're desperate. We look to you. Only you can save us. And then as they cry out in chapter 2 and they begin to call for a day of mourning and they call for a solemn assembly, then indeed the Lord does step in. Let's take a look in chapter 4. Actually, it's chapter 3 in some divisions. Um, It says in chapter 4, verse 9, Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for battle. Arouse the warriors. Let all the fighters come and draw near. Jumping down to verse 12, let the nations rouse themselves and march up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit in judgment over all the nations round about. And it goes on to say in verse 14, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of Hashem is at hand in the valley of decision. What is this decision valley? Well, it could be where do you stand with regards to Yeshua? Is he the Messiah? Is he the Son of God? Or it could be the decision about whether or not to divide the land or not to divide the land. Because, you know, in in Joel chapter 3, verse 1, or, well, I'm reading from the Israel Bible, and it's a different way of dividing out the chapters and verses. Uh, It talks about how the Lord is against the nations because they want to divide the land of Israel. And because they want to divide the land of Israel, they're going to bring judgment upon themselves. And so, let me see. I'll look it up in the Blue Letter Bible. Blueletterbible.org. It's a great little, uh, very nice online tool to use. Joel chapter 3. Verse 1 and 2. For behold, in those days and in that time when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations, and they have divided my land. So that's a big clue about what this whole book All these chapters are talking about the nations are coming down and descending upon Israel, and it's a huge controversy, and they're about to divide the land of Israel and divide Jerusalem. So it's the old Palestinian conflict, but other nations now are involved. And yet, in verse 17, it says, And you shall know that I, Hashem, your God, dwell in Zion on my holy mountain, and Jerusalem shall be holy, and nevermore shall strangers pass through it. So I think if you look at this book from a different light, I believe it's like looking at the Gog-Magog War from Ezekiel 38 and 39 from a different perspective, uh, from the perspective of those that are living in the land of Israel and what their reaction is that they call for a solemn assembly, they call for a day of repentance to cry out to God for him to save them. And then when you jump back into Ezekiel 38 and 39, he does. The Lord himself sends fire and brimstone down upon these invading armies, and um, he destroys them, and he rescues Israel. But then they shall know that Yeshua truly is the Son of God. And so the whole context of this book is talking about the dividing of the land of Israel and an army 
coming down, descending upon Israel, and now Israel, the people, are desperate for God to act. So that's another look at Joel. Perhaps you've not heard that interpretation before, and uh, it's just something to consider. Let us keep our eyes on Israel, and let us not be silent until Jerusalem is appraised throughout all the earth. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>